0: Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I'm a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Welcome to episode 101, everyone. Yes, it has been now already over two years ever since I changed my writing into talking and decided to share with you my podcast while i quite abandoned my website seekinggodsgrace.com.au and only periodically put there some photo food diary for those who go there know what i'm talking about and included some cooking, and included some cooking recipes i have to say i have not forgotten that <laughs> And I hope that I will be able to reinvigorate my website, that I will be able to bring something new, and that I will be able to actually present this to you in such a way that you might even look for the podcast from there or share to someone uh, some stories that were written in the past and I hope will be written into the future. That's certainly on my list. What happened ever since episode 100? What happened was seven days. What happened was a week, week of my life. A beautiful gift, gift of life given to me. Was it a good week? Well... It depends what you are asking for, what you are looking for in the definition of having a good week or good day. I can tell you that it was a week full of challenges, that it was quite intense week of going from one activity to another, from work, which I do at our sponsored ministry, Holy Family Services, to the community, which I do in the capacity of the provincial treasurer and counsellor, into just simply being, being in the community, taking care of little things, things that are actually also important in our life and connected with upkeeping of the house, With looking after one another, giving people a lift from A to B, picking them up. All normal things. Things that anyone and everyone is a subject to. Things that anyone and everyone needs to face. At the end of this week, of the seven days given to me, I have been given an opportunity, still partially working, to have a a long drive and to spend some time also with my friend and to see a little bit of beautiful ocean uh, down in Shell Harbour, Wollongong area. And that's time. There's drive, talks, pondering, reflecting, Brought me into the topic of this weekend. The power of silence. I think it is a very tricky topic. When you hear the words, the power of silence, I wonder what comes to your mind first. I wish you'd be sitting uh, here with me and just giving me your very first on the spot response. Well, I think that many people will say, oh yes, Sister Grace, this is very, very important. Many of us just live in such a busy world and we have all our devices disturbing us all the time. So this, this is very important that we keep silent. Would that be your response as well? Or would you say something different? What I know, it's pretty much connected with different, various life experiences. Sometimes the power of silence comes from the fact of attentive listening to another person. And that is the listening that's, uh, it's not only asking questions and waiting for the answer and then for your own turn to talk, but simply pausing, simply listening, simply giving a little bit more time for the message, for the story, for the experience being expressed and then sinking into you don't get me wrong I'm not talking here about a normal life conversations in which you will hear someone saying a sentence and then go into on pause people will simply say what's wrong with you have you been listening to me at all why are you stopping? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an attitude. An attitude and actually a skill. skill that I believe we have to work on in our life in order to being able to hear other person, in order to being able to respond to the events, to the challenges in our life, and of course, in order to being able to listen to God. If you will go to the church this weekend, you will hear the gospel from John. I will read this gospel Gospel for you right now. This is from chapter 2. Just before the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and in the temple he found people selling cattle and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting at the counters there. Making a whip out of some cord, he drove them all out of the temple. Cattle and sheep as well scattered the money changers' coins, knocked their tables over and said to the pigeon sellers, take all this out of here and stop turning my father's house into a market. Then his disciples remembered the words of scripture, zeal for your house will devour me. The Jews intervened and said, What sign can you show us to justify what you have done? Jesus answered, Destroy this sanctuary, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews replied, It has taken 46 years to build this sanctuary. Are you going to raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the sanctuary that was his body. And when Jesus rose from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed. They believed the scripture and the word he had said. During his stay in Jerusalem for the Passover, many believed in his name when they saw the sign that he gave. But Jesus knew them all and did not trust himself. To them he never needed evidence about any man he could tell what a man had in him if you will right now this is the end of this gospel of course but if you will go right now to any google search on the meaning of this gospel john 2 uh, 13 to 25 you will find many symbolic means of the part of that story. You will find many connections to the Old Testament. You will find that what Jesus was doing and wasn't doing yet uh, was showing that he is actually the Son of God and getting himself into trouble for that too. But today... When I read this gospel, I think exactly about the power of silence. Because when I picture Jesus in this little story, the first thing that comes to my mind when he walks in, I predict that must have been, why there is no prayer, why there is no silence among these people? Why do they change it this very precious place this very sacred place into the place of selling and buying into the market When I think about the power of silence I do the examination examination of my own heart and I ask myself what is my market What in my head do I add into the noise of the sacredness of my heart, into the temple of my heart? And then I see Jesus who takes a whip and he pretty much says to everyone, come on, get out of here, make this place sacred again. And then I think to myself, about myself, what do I think that Jesus should really get out of my own heart? Are there things that he should take the whip out of my heart by saying, Grace, just stop saying, stop doing? What does he want me to stop? So in other words, what are the obstacles that make me not able to listen to his voice and to have my heart sacred, fully dedicated to him? The power of silence It's manifested in the power of using right words at the right time. How do you go with that? I can say about my life that probably out of the gift of speech, out of the gift of being able to express myself through words and also through the body language, I probably failed more times than I succeeded. Despite the fact that I consider myself a person who at the end will explain what it is all about, whatever I want, whatever I um, am supposed to do, I think that at times the words are just failing me. That the ways I explain things are sometimes way too complicated. Even this podcast. Some of the episodes when I listen to them again after a year, after two years of doing so, really make me wonder and ponder and uh, feeling ah uh, my goodness. I kind of knew what I wanted to say, but it didn't come up out the way I really wanted it. The power of silence is the power of listening. The power of silence is the power of choosing the right words at the right time. Many people say that the power of silence is important to your prayer life. This is true statement. This is a true statement. When you uh, switch off everything around you, if you are able to, if you put, let's say, even the headset that is noise blocking, you might experience that this outside silence does not equal the silence inside you. I know it very well how many times I would sit in the chapel and want to pray and the first thing that I do is to actually write down the list of things that come to my mind when I am in silence and they are not prayer they are pretty much what's for dinner what did I forgot to do what do I need to do when I will leave the chapel all those distractions all those things that are inside me that create the noise. I need some time to let them out in order to focus. And I think I'm not alone in this situation. No wonder there are very many very popular mindfulness techniques, uh, mindfulness schools, workshops and everything else. Because people want to silence not only their surroundings, but they don't know how to switch off inside. They don't know how to become silent inside. And the gospel which we read was in a sense also an invitation to listen to Jesus' word and say, I want you to build inside yourself, in your heart, a sanctuary, a sacred place. If you will go through the Bible, there will be numerous, many examples of Jesus looking for the moment of silence in his life of asking his disciples to do the same, but also some other people, followers of Christ and, of course, saints, who will be saying how important the power of silence is. Not everything and not anything should be the subject of talking. Not always that we have to talk about things, or also sometimes we don't even have to answer for some questions either. The importance of silence means that we value an attitude of attentive listening to God. And that we want a two-way communication with Him. And again, this is hard. Because in the instant society, we send the message. And if five minutes after we send the message, there is no reply, no response. We keep on thinking, oh my goodness, where he, where she is... What's the matter? Why I don't have any reply? And with God, it's not exactly as it is with the instant messages sent to another person. Yes, now and then it happens. Now and then God acts very suddenly and we have no slight doubt that He responds to us. But most of the time, the time of silence, the time of waiting for his response, it's not instant. It's longer. Silence can bring us rest, can bring us peace. I'm sure that you experience in your lives those moments, maybe more than one, or maybe just the one that will be memorable. So that moment or those moments when you will keep still, when you will take a very deep breath, and when you will say to yourself, wow, that was powerful. That was filled with something special. Quite often, Hard to describe. But I'm really sure that as much as I do, you also had those moments or have those moments in your life when the silence brings you restlessness. When you feel, I can't stay in the silence. I need something to distract me from being in that silence. All of those are our human experiences. And all of those help us to understand ourselves better and our God better. Christianity, Catholicism as well, Emphasizes the power of silence as an essential component of prayer. Even Jesus, when he teaches his disciples the famous Our Father prayer, he says also, Well, go into a secluded place, close the door, stay on your own, and pray in silence, pray invisible to God, who is also invisible. We try to listen to God. We try to listen to one another. And we try also to use the silence as a tool. Tool for what? Tool for diffusing conflicts. For um, allowing ourselves to say, yeah, I live in the restless world and sometimes i have restless heart and then demonstrating trust in god's salvation it's god's love in god's acting in your own life the power of silence this week i hope that you will be able to find those moments of silence. It doesn't matter how long or how short. I hope you will be able to experience that those moments are also a gift. Every moment in which you stay in silence is also a gift. And that you will unpack this gift, finding out what is hidden there for you. Silence doesn't have to be empty. Silence can be very rich. Because it's powerful. Because it can bring us closer to our own heart and to the heart of Jesus, to the heart of God. Whatever is your human experience and whatever is your divine experience, I wish you great moments of silence and I wish you great moments of hearing what God is saying and listening to one another in your daily life. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website, seekinggodsgrace.com and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again every blessing to you and your loved ones talk again soon